Hello. Hello. Welcome. I'm not going to do the official intro till everyone else is here. Yeah. Hello there. Hello. Hello. We're just waiting on Sarah. Yep. I am making um, apple sundae bar. What is an apple sundae bar? It's when I can't decide what I want to eat with an apple, so I'm getting honey, caramel, and peanut butter to alternate on apple slices. I had some good soup. Good soup. It was very tasty. It was chicken noodle. Natalia, what have you snacked on? Uh, I had some some crackers and some applesauce when I got home. (gasps) I found it! Hold on, there might be a lot of noise because I'm digging in my cabinet. So what what did I find? You may be wondering, dear content consumers. Um, I'm saying that I don't know what we're actually keeping, what we're cutting from this. Um, it's a tiny jar of honey. It's a like tiny a baby? jar of honey oh. with a tiny honey scoop. It's so cute. It's like the it size of a- my finger. Tiny. Oh. It's a baby jar of honey. I'm gonna send y'all a picture of this just just so you can see. It's so tiny. Hi. Hello. I wasn't Look at her. At last. There she is. I, I put Sorry. my the picture Apple. just so y'all could see. Um, that's sending. But anyway, now that everyone's here, hi, welcome to a double-sided story. I'm Lilia. I'm Ellie. And we, we have two guests, guests today. Yes, I'm Sarah. Hello. I'm Natalia. Welcome to the podcast. Is, uh, yeah, hello. This is our friend Sarah that we affectionately refer to as Little Sarah to avoid <laughs> uh, confusion with the other Sarah we've had on this podcast. But what's funny is Little Sarah, quote unquote, is taller than Sarah. I am. I am indeed. She is simply tall. younger. I want to add: this is the first time we've had two guests on a double-sided story instead of one, so things might be a little bit clunky. Or special. Don't worry, I will edit down the clunkiness as best as I can. Although, right now, if you're hearing any background noise from me, I am still really just messing around with this apple. Nice. And by so that, how's I mean everyone doing? chopping. I'm good, I'm how's good. How are y'all? Doing doing I have a lot of learning. homework that I'm oh. not looking forward to. <laughs> because I have this English... I have this English that I really, really need to do, but I don't want to. Sorry if y'all hear crunching noises, I'm not gonna not eat my apple. It's fine, I'm kind of also eating um, dry ramen noodles, so. You're so weird. Guys, you're so good. All I ate at lunch today was Kit Kats and bread. Leave me alone. That, That sounds healthy. Very. I'm eating apples with caramel, honey, and peanut butter, so Ooh, I'm judge. Nice. Not nice. all on the same slice. I'm just switching what I put on each slice because I'm indecisive. But apples are fruits, and fruits are healthy. So what's everybody been up to since they got home, or just in general? Okay, so I'm doing my history project. We have to do a history project for <laughs> random Renaissance people. So I chose Christine de Pizan. She's, like, a feminist lady. She started, like feminist stuff in France in the 1400s because she's cool but okay I was looking at some of her poems because she also did poetry and so I was reading about her and it was like all of her poems are like about her being sad about her dead husband who died when she was 25 she married when she was 15 no they're not 
they're all very gay. They're all talking about women. She's like, oh, lady, how you're in love. It's she's I pretty, pretty, pretty. I I cannot explain to you how much she's she she must have she must have been just just just. She was quite fruity. Yes, Yes. quite. Is anyone else on this podcast? We do. Is anyone else on the side of TikTok where it's just theories about whether or not Lewis and Clark were gay? No. Do you, think, do, you guys think they, do you guys think they ever explored each other's bodies? Yes, definitely. De- <laughs> yeah, my I agree. It's my entire TikTok. It's my entire TikTok right now. Which, by the way, follow it. Anxiety phrase. the Musical. I, Mine's I just... hate that phrase so much. <laughs> Mine is just like crystals currently. Mine doesn't exist. Thanks, yeah, because you suck. It's my mom's fault. Blame her, okay? She won't let me have it. Imagine being a sophomore, lol. Rude. Mm. We are super cool, though. Debatable. Actually, <laughs> we're super cool and sexy, super cool and sexy squad. It's super cool and awesome and sexy and awesome squad. I see. That's, That's the, the name, name of, of their DM group. <laughs> I'm gonna DM for that group just in case you're wondering. It's pain. Oh, cool. Like, don't get me wrong, I love it and I love them, but like, it's a mess. In other news, yeah. it takes place on the Wii Sports Resort Island because I am a cool DM. Oh. oh, cool. My favorite island. And one of the characters' names, Mikey's character's name, is Matt from Wii Sports. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the need I'm to inform cool you guys elf. that I'm wearing. I, I look very gay right now. I ha- I'm drinking water out of a uh, out of a mason jar, and I'm wearing a T-shirt that says um, "Roaring with Pride," and the pride is rainbow, and it has a dinosaur with rainbow sunglasses on. Did anyone else <laughs> just hear thunder? It's raining no. at my house. It, I, th- it just thundered at my house. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I am in my car. I'm sorry you suck. Uh, I heard a lot fair, of thunder, and it was loud. I am in my car, which is, like, surprisingly very soundproof. Nice. I, I got my thunder. car back, and I'm so happy. Yay! Yay! Oh, how's our girl? How's our girl? She had to get two new tires. Apparently, I didn't just destroy one. I also scraped another. So, had to pay for two tires, which is certainly not the most fun thing in the world. But she seems Okay. Ride, driving her was a lot easier than it was yesterday, I'll say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but it's nice having new tires. They go, they, they feel very nice on the road. Um, and she's she's back in the driveway where she belongs. Mm-hmm. Haven't actually put the keys back on my keychain, but that's besides the point. So yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay now. That's good. That is really good. I the day that I popped my tire, I went over a curb too, like you did. And uh, I went like another, I don't know, 500 meters back to where I was supposed to park for school. Then I went to school that day and I texted my parents about it and they were like, "Uh, oh my God, you can't drive home on that. And so my dad had to come out to Norfolk, bring the, the kit to change the tire and put on the donut. Then we had to go to the Subaru place and get a new tire. So we didn't get home for like, till like seven. Okay. So my car, we thought it had a spare or like a donut and it didn't. And then my dad drove out. I was only about five minutes away from home. I was going to visit my grandmother, which was going to be about a solid half hour drive. But I had only made it about five minutes. So it wasn't a big deal for him to come out and meet me. 
So he comes out and meets me thinking that, like, you know, maybe he had a spare donut. He doesn't. I don't. And so there was nothing. So we had to get it towed, and that was not fun. I know y'all already heard that, but for context for our listeners. My car doesn't even have a space to put, like, a spare tire or a donut, which is cheap on the car manufacturer's part. Mm-hmm. And so, with that fun conversation, let's switch into the topic of today's episode. In case you couldn't tell by just us being us, we are all theater nerds. <laughs> yes, we are. So, all of us are on our second year of theatrical performance, which is an yeah. acting class. And we've got some crazy stories from last year. Yeah. Well, I'm going to start with our favorite <laughs> to reference. You stole my celery. Oh, yes. yeah. So basically, part of theatrical performance last year, we had to write a short play, and this was probably our most involved, felt the most consistent, and like it had a solid plot through the entire thing. Ellie, you want to describe that plot? So basically, it were there were these two lesbians, and they're together, and one of them bought celery at Trader Joe's, obviously, and uh, the other one, Peggy, ate that celery and then pretended to her wife that they had not eaten that celery. And so they gaslighted their wife. And then the celery god shows up and curses them with minor inconveniences. And then there are these friends that show up and are like super pissed about the tiniest things. And yeah, that's the show. I helped write it, I directed it. I was actually very proud of it, if I say so myself. I was too. It was mm-hmm. the the plot sounds weird, but honestly, if you describe the plot to anything, it sounds weird. It was super <laughs> fun though, really fun to put on, and it felt more like actual showish. That might be because that was I think that was the first one that was our theater teacher had us like turn off the lights in the audience and turn on the lights on the stage, so it felt more like an actual performance. It was really fun to watch too. Mm-hmm. Very entertaining. Yeah. And there were a couple of times where, who was it, had had to run across the back of the stage and get somewhere in, like, 20 seconds. And that felt oh. very intense. And that was always fun because quick changes. Do you guys want to talk about your short play? Bedtundi? Oh, Bedtundi. Bedtundi. So, our group, we were we were feeling kind of, kind of, we didn't have any murder. ideas. Murder. So we went to murder. That's... That's where the we go to. The go to. Yeah, always. So my good friend Sarah over here got murdered by Bed Tundy. Did I was I was kidnapped and murdered by him? Yes, you oh, were. Lord, Lord. And so, uh, Sarah's friend in the play had to come to me, the wonderful, amazing detective who was perfect and just wonderful at everything. Because that's that's, that's a I bit am. much. Shut up. I had to go and find her body and then be like she's dead <laughs> but like we caught bed tundi and now he's in prison so wait wait didn't he get out at the end yeah, yeah he got out at the end he did indeed and that means more death more, more death more dun, dun, dun. more yeah. material for us yes more play material most definitely but we probably won't use that because we don't have the guy who Bed played Tundi. Yeah, he's not in the class anymore. Nope. I really like this year's class, though. 
It's like, yeah, it's really, I feel it's like so it was everyone who was really, I don't want to say good, because everyone was good at their own things, but everyone who was <laughs> always, like, you know, had the ideas and getting involved stayed. Yeah. There's one person that we all miss. Yeah. Actually, there are several that we all miss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last yeah. year, Steve from we Blue's like, Clues. Yes, Steve year, from Blue's Clues. Last year, we were, like, a really big, crazy family, and now we're, like, a really small, crazy family. <laughs> exactly yeah but also i like how comfortable i feel um it's like our current assignment in theatrical performance is monologues and they're kind of i don't want to say surface level yeah no i'm gonna they're surface level but it's mostly just to get us used to like acting again since it's the start of the school year and Mm -hmm. so i like that i feel comfortable enough to put like real emotion into the monologue even though it is kind of surface level like i just feel i i I feel that it's uh I like that I can, I feel comfortable enough to just do a monologue because normally I just do not have the self-confidence to be able to do that kind of thing but like in front of like our group that we have I'm like totally comfortable with it yeah for context listeners our new class is eight people and <laughs> seven of them seven of them were in the class last year so we're like a very tight-knit little theater group now yes and the eight is our is Sarah nice good good pal Good, and good. Apparently, my old friend from summer camp. <laughs> yeah. I still find that so weird. Listeners, for context, apparently we went to summer camp for one week together, like five years, not five years ago. Three? Set, how, how long ago was that year? Hold on. Four years ago. Four years ago. Either four or five years ago, we went to summer camp together for one week. I don't know how I remembered him, but I did. So yeah, there are definitely like I'm gonna miss having several groups for the short plays because that was always fun. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think one with everyone will be cool too. Yeah, yeah. It'll give everybody more opportunity to be like a character, like an uh, important character. If there's only one group rather than. I like that the new theater teacher has not made a single mention of silent movies because if I have to deal with that again, oh my, the movie God. was so bad. Ours, I hated it so much. Ours was very interesting. Do you want to tell this story? Sure. Our the title of ours was Strachlock Blue Does the Work. At this time, <laughs> we were talking about how you either need to have an extraordinary character in an ordinary situation or ordinary characters in an extraordinary situation we chose extraordinary character ordinary situation if you tracked that good job that was a lot of ordinary and so what we did was we had an alien Strackloff bloop the alien's name go to the grocery store and we decided (laughs) for some reason that Strackloff bloop moves by doing the worm the poor actress, who we're not going to name because we don't have permission to, the poor actress, she could do the worm. She did it well. But I feel bad for making her do the worm. And then, because it was a silent movie, though, it was hard to understand. We did, I honestly, probably too many characters and too complicated dialogue for a silent movie. But it was really fun to do, and it was our first project that we did, and it was just hilarious, honestly. I still have the video yeah. on my phone. Me oh, too. And the the main character had a taste for paper towels. And Lilia <laughs> made fondant. 
and oh, yeah, like, attached it to the paper towel to make it so that they could eat the paper towel without um, actually eating the paper towel. But then when we went to film it, the actress actually bit into the paper towel. <laughs> 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 well, uh, our silent movie was hectic it's also. Cat and horse, right? Yes, yeah, cat uh, it was it, that scarred me. I cheated on the cat wife. That scarred me. How dare you? We have you? a lot of infidelity. In the, we have a lot of infidelity as a plot point in this class. Yes, yeah. we, do. Yeah. we do. The end of the "You Stole My Cucumber" ends with, um, like, you know, it's all the mild inconveniences and people being mad over nothing, like overreacting over everything, and it ends with um, finding out that I am cheating. And I was playing one of the wives, right? And I was cheating. And then it was just like a, oh, okay, everyone's fine. We're happy. The end. <laughs> yeah, so they made a huge deal out of all these minor inconveniences this whole time and made a huge fight about it. But then it's, oh, I'm banging your wife. And then it's like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Well, infidelity just makes it spicy. Fun fact, the rings we used as our wedding rings for that play, I actually have been wearing recently. It's the oh, green no. ones you might have noticed I've been wearing. Mostly because I can't find most of my other ones for some reason. But, uh, I don't know. Every time I'm wearing it, I'm like, this used to be my wedding ring. Way back when Should I was we... married to Peggy. Peggy's the name of the character, not the actress. Should we be... Should we share the story of Brody? Yes, please tell them about Brody. So Brody is a man. Uh, actually, he cannot be defined by words like man. He is just he transcends man. He's a being. And he is he lives in my imagination and he is <laughs> until very recently very hated by this group for some reason. <laughs> but recently It wasn't been, the group, it was just our teacher last year. Yeah. And, he was like, Ellie, you have this inside joke with yourself about Brody. And to be fair, he wasn't wrong. He was not wrong. And I just made up this character, Brody, and I used him in all my scenarios. So, like, when we were playing the one-word story game where everyone says a word, I would almost always say Brody for my first word. And Brody just, he's not a real person, which is why we're saying his name. He just exists transcending human but and by that she word, means but... he's her imaginary friend. Brody is not my imaginary friend because I don't talk to him. Brody just exists. Yes, you as do. A... I am pretty sure when at have some I point. To Brody? <laughs> you have at some point during theatrical performance. I promise you. I've said, well, maybe you don't suck, Brody. Maybe like I've said that. Our teacher was saying that Brody sucks, and I was like, you don't suck, Brody. I'm very sorry if there's any uh, thunder in the background because it is very loud currently on oh, my yeah, end. I have a lot of thunder here too. You're good. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit here too. It's pouring. Yes, you can't tell. We're all in the rain. I'm not. Can you guys still hear me? You guys still yes. Yeah? I just yeah. turned off my car. So, any other stories from theater you've got? Um, oh, there's got to be more. There is. Uh, so much happened last year, it's hard to put our finger on some. Uh, I once... Oh, yes. Two words. Crab cannibalism. Yes. Oh. Yes. 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 Who else was in that group? I, I was know. in that. I was in that. I was gone. Tell it. Tell it. 
this is this is this is all you. You wrote it. <laughs> I would like to say I wrote it while I had to leave school in the middle of that class. So I wrote it while driving to the doctor's. I didn't have my license at that point. I wasn't actually driving. So um, I was being driven to the doctor's. I'm not doing something stupid like trying to write while driving. Yeah, don't do stupid things like that. Just general PSA. Don't write and drive. Um, no, so the plot of that, our main inspiration was the drama and really extra punishments of Greek myths. So naturally, Very. one of our main characters was Poseidon, um, which Sarah played, right? Yes, but we, we just okay. kind of called it God. Yes, because knockoff Greek myths. Yes. And so the plot of this Greek myth is that we have two fishermen, and they are fishing in the ocean, which is obviously Poseidon's domain. And so they're fishering. They're fishering. <laughs> knockoff, knockoff Poseidon comes out of the water, sploosh, sploosh. Um, or one of them falls in, off the boat into the water, then knockoff Poseidon comes out of the water, sploosh, sploosh. And it's like, how dare you steal my crabs? Because they were they were fishing for crabs. I guess that's crabbing. It's crabbering now. Um, <laughs> how dare you steal my crabs? And the dude's like, lol, I'm just a crab fisherman dude. And he's like, absolutely not. Boom, you're now a crab. And so the guy turns into a crab and is wandering around the deck. But he's not in the net like the rest of the crabs are. And so then the other fisherman gets back on the boat eventually. And is like, yo, this crab got free. Guess that means I should have it for lunch. And so he eats the crab. Yeah. Poseidon finds out about this and like confronts the fisherman dude and is like, you just ate your friend. How do you feel? And he's just like, okay. Have you ever seen, I'm, I'm pausing, our main inspiration for that, mine, at least mine, what I was picturing at that point. Have you ever seen Pete Davidson in literally any of the, S any of the SNL skits? He always just kind of is like, okay. Yeah. Bad. Chad, you mean? Chad, thank yeah. you. Yeah, Chad did, yeah, that character. Right. So that's, that's what it kind of was. The, the fisherman was Chad, just like, okay. Um, and so Poseidon's like, we're going back to the land. We're going to shame you, public shaming. And so we get the town leaders, which I'm not sure if I can remember the name of the other leader, but we had Timothy Marmalade and someone else. And we get the town leaders up there, and it's like a, these people, or this guy, he ate his friend because he thought he was a crab. And Timothy Marmalade was like, that is cannibalism, but is cannibalism bad? And the oh. other person was like, that's not cannibalism, but cannibalism is bad. And this Paul, whole argument The other dude ended. was Paul Fillane. It was Paul what? Paul Fillane. Fillane. Oh. Paul Fillane. <laughs> Um, so Paul and Timothy have a whole argument that ends with them being killed in the fall of Greece. Good the time. end. It, it was it was a trip. It was great. It's great. I... You you got the whole class to just chant about chant cannibalism. That was a win. Yes. Yeah, because I was really proud of that. Actually, I really liked how that turned out because part of that was generally before any of our short plays like this that wasn't just a like that was any multi-day project even if it was like an improv thing we'd have a little bit of someone stands up beforehand to like introduce it and you know 
say the title or whatever. And so in that one, I said, uh, I did kind of what um, our theater teacher normally does before our normal school plays. And that like, you know, I don't know if you, have you guys even been to one of the school plays? Yes. Yes. Okay. I've been to many. Sorry, I don't know how long you've been at the school. And I, okay, I guess we did have one our freshman year. And, you know, stands up there and is like, you know, if you find something funny, laugh, blah, 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 interact, you're a live audience, be alive, kind of thing. Um, yeah. And so I did that sort of thing in that, like, uh, you know, chant, be part of it. When people start chanting riot or cannibalism or whatever it was, chant with them. When people are, like, when people are dying, scream, I don't care, interact, be part of it. And then, you know, we go backstage, we, we do the whole performance, and they got so into it. And honestly, that's, I don't say the first time that I've seen an audience be that active, but even when, like, working at the little theater near my house, I've never seen, I, yeah, I've, it's rare to see an audience that participatory. So yeah, that was, it was really good memory, I'll say. That was a really good thing about that class is that we were all so supportive of each other. And, yeah. mm -hmm. and I think we have it this year too, just in a much smaller group, but everybody was like into it and into what each other was doing. And it was very nice. It was a breath yeah. of fresh air in the kind of dead society we have normally. Sorry, <laughs> that was morbid, yeah. but it's fine. <laughs> I mean, you're right. We were, in case you can't tell, we're in high school. So that's kind of the whole plot of the podcast. You know, theatrical performance was a bit of our, like, I'm going to say safe haven from the um, chaotic world that was high school in quarantine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And on that note, Do y'all we're going to take a short break. And welcome back. Do you guys want to discuss the final project of last year? Because I don't think we can talk about performance without talking about that. Of course, yeah. So, we had to do, like, a full, like, hour-long improv show. We were split into two groups. All of us were in one group. And so we split it between a few scripted scenes and a bunch of random improv scenes. And for the improv scenes, we kind of just had a bunch of prompts in a hat. And we'd have the audience draw, which is how we got our name for a group. Mad Hatters. <laughs> and... Um, no one knew which prompt they would get, or, well, I knew who people were with, but I didn't, like, have it memorized, because I, like, what I did is we had 14 time slots, and in each time slot, there was a group of three to five people, and they'd get a prompt, and they'd just do it, improv, and it was very hectic and difficult, but it ended up really good. It was so fun, and, um... And then we also had three scenes. I'm going to talk about, um, I'll talk about the middle one. We're not going in chronological order. Chronological order is for losers. Um, also because I can't remember which one was the first one and which one was the last one. So the middle one though, which was, which was mostly the one that I helped write. We all, it was a collaborative effort. Don't get me wrong. But um, we did kind of divide the work and different people would work more on certain parts than others because we had like what, a week two to get this all three. done we had three weeks three okay but also during that three weeks we had like finals and and there were days that all missing and i was kind of i wasn't officially 
and I don't want to sound like stuff up, but I was kind of the director. Is no, that yeah, a- definitely. I think we decided that actually as a group. Yeah, we were the we did. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what mm-hmm. we did. Oh, okay. I think that was in one of the first things can- we did. In case y'all can't tell, Ellie kind of tends to assume a leadership position that I know for a fact you really like directing and that, haven't you said that's like a dream job before? Absolutely, dream job. But oh my God, you think I fall into leadership positions? Yeah, you're generally, at least least in the theater thing. Like, I'm not saying you're suddenly class president, because honestly, I feel like that's not really your vibe more than anything. Not my vibe, no. Yeah, but like, um, I feel like you do tend to just, you're, you're assertive, but you're good at listening to what other people are interested in, and you have good ideas. There was a reason everyone wanted to be in your group last year. That is a very true statement. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, when I have ideas, they're freaking wild. So, <laughs> <laughs> and they're good. They are. You guys are being so nice to me. Okay, but anyway, our middle scene yeah. during our final pr- um, production, which, by the way, I called our final performance knockoff SNL because it felt very knockoff SNL. But that's besides the point. We even um, did live from the live from the theater, where Mad Hatters. We did that. Yeah. yeah. But um, I'll let someone else tell the story of the first scene because I know I didn't really help write that one at all and I kind of don't remember it very well. Um, but the middle scene, our whole thing was that we were newscasters for that one interrupting the program. What we did was me and Ellie walked out. We weren't in the scene, we weren't in the improv scene beforehand. We made it so that we wouldn't be on stage beforehand so that we could walk out and be like, we interrupt this broadcast with some breaking news. And the whole story was that there was a dinosaur dinosaur crossing a street. It was definitely just a tortoise crossing a street normally. But like there, there was one person who just kept screaming that it was a dinosaur and called 911 that there was a dinosaur. Honestly, I really liked that one. That I, was- I know I helped write it, so maybe that's a little self-congratulatory. But like thinking back on it, I feel like we did that really well with staging and whatnot um, with, and with how we got that all to show. That was a very creative bravo, Lilia. Thank you, thank you. And Would... Natalia here was the zookeeper and <laughs> kept talking about how this tortoise was so much, but he kept saying that he actually <laughs> likes to fight people and stuff like that. They're little love chances. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the exact line was like little love bike kisses. I think so. Chomp chomp. Chomp chomp. <laughs> and we had, to, we had to put the chomp chomp in there. Chomp chomp. <laughs> the first scene in the nuclear bunker. Oh, Ellie yeah. said the line. The weather outside, it's spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do a sprint in this one, which was honestly hilarious because I am still wearing compact boots that at this point have a hole in the bottom. <laughs> oh. What am I, when I first started driving, I had been wearing, I had been wearing combat boots. I always wear combat boots, it's a thing. But um, I had been wearing combat boots that had been broken in a while ago. And then I started driving. And so suddenly they're being bent a little differently because I'm driving and they weren't broken in properly for that, I think. So um, they ended up snapping in half right at like the ball of my foot. So there was a snap, so there was, 
my entire shoe was in half and I had to sprint around the entire stage past a math class that always had their door open and would all turn to me because I'm wearing combat boots running through the halls that ain't quiet. And I only had like two lines in between because I was playing both a police officer character who was like arresting a person and running around and playing the grandma, right? Was the grandma? Not the grandma. It was the grandma. Was the grandma? Okay. Playing the grandma. So I had to do like a whole sprinty thing and then get back and like, honestly, really fun still like that kind of thing it's painful at the time but it is so fun afterwards Mm -hmm. we never actually explained the plot of the nuclear bunker i don't actually remember the plot i didn't help with that one that was one of the ones that i like i think i wasn't there for you explain the plot because i don't i don't know a family in a nuclear bunker i was and we were it was like sitcom style uh but we were all in a nuclear bunker and I was the quirky friend of the family. And there was like an old lady fight because one of them got arrested. It was very... <laughs> oh, and Natalia and Sarah were playing... We're were the you children. Sister, brother. Yeah, we were children. We were sisters. We hated each other. Yes, yeah, sisters. It's very accurate. For a belt. And I said the weather outside is spicy because there was nuclear things everywhere. And yeah, that one was... I think we wrote it pretty fast, but that one was also pretty good. I think we really p- did well as the family dynamic, as all of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the sitcom thing, that was, it was very creative. And that was the nuclear bunker one that we opened the show with. And we had the live from the theater. That's where the Mad Hatter. But what we did was we explained our whole thing in that, like, I can't, it was, you know, 14 different scenes, however many, like, possible um, improv prompts and a hat. And the improv um, prompts were hilarious. Um, The one I really remember was um, the prompt was just traditional Southern culture. And so they started making jokes about frying everything. And then someone said fried butter, which this is just a personal thing. I'd like to say we're in a bit of a Southern state, so, you know... We're very much making jokes about Southern culture all the time. And I hate oh. fried butter. I hate it with a passion. It makes me want to hurt someone. And so someone said fried butter, and I just kind of snap. Like, in character. But I- so then I took, I was a witch, right? Who had the, the power of fried food and killed them all. And then they weren't, like, coming back to life. And I wasn't going to bring them back to life. So I ended up having to improv a monologue about how much I hate fried butter and how insane I thought that was. Until eventually <laughs> they all were like, oh, crap, we should probably wake back up again. It started getting up like, haha, you said fried butter one too many times. I'm back. <laughs> it was really fun, though. And then dying immediately. Like, we would just, like, rise up for two seconds, say two lines, and just fall right back down. I'm very proud of myself for coming up with the prompt classic Southern culture because I just knew that one would be pretty amazing. Do you guys want me to read some of the prompts because I pulled them up on my phone? Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Although we still have the last scene to talk about, which I got to say. That one. Oh my God. Baby. Oh my God. So much fun. So much fun. Read the prompts first, though. So we had pie mutation. That one did not happen. Um, I know banana god did happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so oh, fun. Oh, that to was watch. a fun one. Uh, uh, what, what, what did we do for banana god? 
someone who was pretending to be the banana god had to go up a mountain and they met the actual banana god and the whole thing they didn't know the color of the bananas so that's why they knew they were, that it wasn't the banana god <laughs> that one right. was so fun. That was it was so great we had orchestra baseball pride environmental onion storm unfortunate knife earwax cur- curriculum watermelon stick man classic southern culture runaway babushka banana god <laughs> and brain fart I think we had more than that, but that's all the ones I had on my phone. Those are the prompts, and then we also had a bunch of games, right? Like, yes, Mm -hmm. ropes. We played the dating game. If you guys know what that is, that's so much fun. These are kind of hard to explain without doing them, honestly. Um, The crisis with the dating game. That one went over, and so we ended up having to cut down the time slots in the second half of the show. Yeah. That was so hectic, but the show must go on. We did it. We like three different points. I um I or someone else would be running around backstage and have to like step on stage. Um, because what we did, um, sorry, I realize I'm interrupting my own thought. What we did for the timer is had someone sitting on a chair in the corner on stage to be the buzzer to watch the time, see how long they were going, and buzz them. But the dating game, it's a long game, and they weren't really hurrying it along at all. And so that went over, but you can't really stop in the middle of the game, especially that kind of game. It really is, it's kind of unsatisfying to stop in the middle because there, there's a very clear conclusion to it. We'd have someone on stage with a buzzer. And so three different points during the show, someone, I know I did it at least once, would have to run around to everyone as they were coming off stage and then also lean over to the person with the buzzer who's like, you know, getting ready to... Um, start the next clock and be like we're cut it down another 30 seconds like oh, yeah. Yeah. that one and i remember there was one point where i was standing in the wings and just watching everyone go backstage to check who was on next and just being like okay we're going down to two minutes down to two minutes down to two minutes and it was so by the scary. end it was one minute 30 seconds per each <laughs> yeah because we kept having because i was doing math and i was like we're taking too long to transition in between i i had my watch because at this point i had started wearing a watch why did i start wearing a watch well, someone you're going to have in a couple episodes, and we're not going to talk too much about this. I'll have a couple friends who they actually wrote a school play for us last year, which we really appreciate. I helped edit, but I didn't get credit on the playbill. I'm not salty at all. Yeah. They both listen to this podcast. They know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> but anyway, part of my character, I had to check my watch. And since then, I literally cannot leave the house without a watch on because I had to start wearing it for the show. And now I can't stand not having it. But anyway, they'll be on in a couple episodes, so the final, that's going to be fun. The final scripted scene. I think we should let Sarah and Natalia tell it. <laughs> so this was my baby. I wrote a lot of it. Um, so I helped. Yes, somewhat. you did help. Uh, our, st- our plot was chicken go wedding. Yeah. So Sarah was our, our lovely, lovely little chicken. But the husky. Um, can I preface yeah. this with, um, this is nothing to do with a, uh, race thing at all. Uh, yeah. No. no. Joke. The problem with the wedding was that the chicken was a hussy. Yeah. The chicken was a chicken. Yes. yes. It was, yeah, that was entirely it. So I was part of the chicken bridesmaids. So we spent the entire play talking about how, uh, the chicken getting married, uh, Maribel, that was her name was a hussy and how we hated her and we didn't want her to get married and it all culminated with as an objection to the wedding when they're about to get married 
uh, our us little chicken bridesmaids, we all ran on stage and started singing milkshake. <laughs> I was one of the chickens bridesmaid. It was so awkward because like we said, we were running over. So the bell had mm -hmm. rung and it, this was last year. So we were still very much in quarantine, not quarantine, quarantine, but very much in COVID rules. So a lot of classes would actually have their class in the theater, which isn't really normal for our school. Um, but it was the only place that they could go to social distance properly. So the next class had started walking in right as we run on stage to sing milkshake. <laughs> they that were peeking great. in. We had to make eye contact with them. Mm -hmm. I feel so bad, bad for y'all. And we were loud. We had to, we were like, we are screaming <laughs> about how our milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. And they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right. <laughs> it's better than yours. But that was such a fun scene i was the um the priest the one who was officiating the wedding and i was a cow and like half of my lines were just moo mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure you added in extra moves yeah because moo is fun it can be funny i wouldn't no no i did write too many lines for that though i i would i would just like to apologize to everyone who is in our group i wrote so many lines for that i i definitely like there were there were a few little mini monologues in there yeah especially for the the goat dad for goat dad yeah he didn't deserve this actually no he totally deserved that especially because goat dad didn't actually really memorize his lines yeah no no, no yeah. he did not it ended up working out because he kind of like weaseled through his lines but he did not work on them no which is to be fair he takes a lot of advanced classes so yeah. it was the end of the year yeah yeah but still yeah this show was my baby mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah if y'all don't mind me saying that. No, it definitely was. Mm -hmm. And I'm so sorry for making the entire concept of the show so difficult, but I think we killed it. No, it was yeah, awesome. Definitely. It was also very fun. Yeah, I saw oh. that selfie of all of us um, before the, the show. We, all, there's like fear in all of our eyes. But we all <laughs> I just love, I want to say at the end, the way... So the last um, scene, scripted scene, ends with, um, you may now sexy strut down the aisle. And then oh, we yeah. all like get together and walk up, like, you know, sexy strut um, down the stage or uh, yeah, that is downstage and like take our bows together. And just it was awesome. the pure joy mm -hmm. you feel during those final bows. Mm -hmm. I was so happy. A, I was happy that it was over so that I didn't have to worry about it anymore. And B, I was so happy that we, again, killed it. Like, you guys yeah. did everything. So that yeah, was a fun episode. Yeah. Unless you have more to say. I was going to say, and to any of our listeners who might happen to have been in that theatrical performance class, thanks for making it so fun last year. Yeah, it was fun. It was like, a, love you. It was like a part of the day where you could just breathe and know that you were going to have a fun class. Yeah, it was, it was, I always looked forward to it, so. Mm -hmm. Let's make this year just as memorable. Oh, yeah. Agreed. All right, well, I think that's it for this episode, right? Everyone good? Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. All right, 
Well, if you want to find me, I am at Ellis Myers 18 on Instagram and Twitter at Anxiety the Musical on um, TikTok. If anyone would like to share their other social medias, go ahead. I'm, I I'm at Gazellenor on Instagram, and that is the only social media I'm sharing. I am a figment of all of your imaginations. Uh, Sarah's not real. Sarah doesn't that exist. is true. Mm-hmm. I'm at File Violet Barn on Instagram. So that was a fun episode. I hope you, you, you interrupted me. Natalia. Natalia, please so repeat rude. yourself. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm at File Violet Barn on Instagram. And also, <laughs> if you use Ultimate Guitar like everyone does, I know. Lightworm. <laughs> I post shots sometimes. I follow Natalia on Instagram. You can find me if you really want to. Oh, I hope you two had fun. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes, it was very fun. We're very and happy I hope- to have you. God. We're very happy to have had you. Yes, thank you for inviting us. Of course, it was so fun to have you here. I and hope- I hope we yep. didn't I hope we didn't talk over you too much. No. You're good. Honestly, most of the talking over comes from Ellie and I both trying to do an outro at the same time. <laughs> yep. We never really practiced this. Because, like, we really need to figure out, like, a consistent outro that we're going to do. Intro and outro we're going to do every time because this is kind of painful. Yeah. <laughs> and we're about to go legit, so. Yeah. Well, without, I think that's about it. Thanks so much for listening or con- assuming. Hopefully, you'll be here next time. Bye! Bye!